Market Soccer News For insight that excels For expert analytics You better go somewhere else Portland Betting Soccer Podcast Enjoy it now Cause it probably won't last Patches, poop, they cover it all They'll discuss everything except football Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of the Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. The wait is over. I'm Jonathan Everett, coming to you pre-recorded from Northeast Portland. Josh, Lake Oswego. <laughs> Randy's not reading the notes. Yeah, clearly. Good job, Randy. Oh, <laughs> hey, Josh, okay. coming to you from Lake Oswego, Oregon. Mm, well, Randy, I'm still in Northeast Portland. Now, this is Greg and Goose Hollow. I think uh, the moments of excitement are in front of us right now because we have officially kicked off the CONCACAF Champions League season. And I think we'll have some exciting news as we continue to go through, uh, through this uh, episode. But... We got Randy COVID. Yeah, Randy oh, caught yeah. COVID. You're welcome. Uh, I think that goes as a, as a check mark in the win column for me. Um, a check mark. Yeah. Check mark. Uh, that was like a speech impediment, but I can make it sound like I meant to be from Boston. So I'll just go with that. So in the first leg, we had a 2-2 draw against Sede Maraton. And I believe that Greg was correct in a prediction. What was the prediction? Oh, 2-2 draw. Oh, on the first leg, yeah. In the first leg, yep, 2-2 draw. Yeah. Yeah, and then Josh was right. What did the, re- what did the rest of us predict? <laughs> Ooh, I Randy, think- was, Randy was half right with a 1-1 draw. Uh, I, I, I phoned in a 2-1 after the fact. I had a dream that night, and then I mailed, I phoned one in the next morning, and I, and I said 2-1 put Timbers, but I was wrong. Yeah, and then uh, I think me and Josh both said two to one Portland, and yeah. had our defense not taken two shits, it would have. I think we would have been close to right. Those goals they had were earned, but were also given away at the same time. As we're talking about it, so Josh was also right about Aspria starting. Hmm. Who would have guessed at this point? You know, at 2015, if someone had said, in five years or whatever, <laughs> Caleb, Caleb Porter is not going to be with the team, but Aspria will be with the team <laughs> starting. <laughs> oh, man. I was, I still, I still am so mad at him for the slow walk off the pitch. And I, I'll just never forget it. But I have to say, outside of, you know, finishing, he looked great. Uh, he was, uh, he's quick Classic on the ball. Aspria. Yeah. I mean, just, on fire in terms of running he can create plays he's got fancy footwork but then he gets a sitter in october all over again sitter in front of the goal and he's like and it's like 90 feet in the air uh in the opposite direction yeah he does (laughs) does some great stuff and then makes like a bad decision at the end at the you know or or keeps it too long or whatever but man he hustled his butt off he definitely contributed to our win yeah, and I think the whole Timbers team looked on fire right out of the gate. Like right in the start, it was uh, the whole team was connecting on passes, even on that dog shit field, and it uh, we we looked really good. 
Oh, wait. <laughs> Shit. I'm talking about the second game. Are we still talking about the first game? What game are we talking about? Randy. The first game. Randy, oh, who hates God. mediocrity, didn't read yes. the notes. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't even remember the second game, the first game. <laughs> so I'm just going to be quiet for the rest of that part. <laughs> All right. Well, then, who else wants to join me on the journey of the first game? I really enjoyed watching. I really enjoyed watching it also. Yeah, in that first game, we were scrappier than I've seen us in a long time. We fought four and won most, if not all, of the 50-50 balls and even some 60-40 balls we shouldn't have won. It was just so cool to see them fighting that damn hard. The first goal uh, was the in the 35th minute from Bravo to Van Ranken to Mora. And it was a beautiful goal. Mora was on fire right from the start, and I was surprised it took that long uh, to get the first goal in. But uh, when he finally had his chance and and took it, it was, I mean, it was pretty damn sweet. I'd like to point out that Van Rankin is our right back, and he got that assist while on the far left wing. (laughs) Oh, that's right. I wasn't even thinking about that. (laughs) I don't think anyone cares about the first game. Let's let's go ahead to the second game. Uh, okay, there's Randy <laughs> with opinions. No, we're gonna, we got to talk about Valeri's free kick goal. Get the fuck out of here. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That he didn't get credit for, but he deserves credit for. Yeah, I, I don't know if you guys listened to Morris Sonic or not, or their recap of this game, which they clearly have done a much better job. But uh, one of their listener questions was about. Should that be just a change in in how they, you know, tabulate goals and who gets credit for it in general? Because, I mean, Valeri beat the keeper, no question. And it just happened to bounce off of him uh, in a backwards, you know, like off the like the, the post. And so it's like that's all Valeri and the, the keeper didn't really hit it in. It just hit off the back of him. So I, I have to imagine that should be a, a Valeri count, but how far out was he? It was nuts. But it like bounced. Okay. It bounced off the pole and then it bounced off the back of his head. And yeah, he didn't even have a chance to react. So it shouldn't be his goal. Did you see the angle of that shot that was lined up pretty much right behind Valeri when he first yeah. kicks it, it looks like it's being skied. And then all of a sudden it's, it's dropping. It's dropping. Hmm. I didn't see that. Is that in the in the the replay of that? Yeah, in the highlight video. Uh, I'll have to check that out. Yes, you do. Yeah, I mean, like again, uh, we had all that talk before, and when I say all that talk before, even like pre podcast about Valeri, is he still worth it? Is he too old? Is he going to be a designated player anymore? And and that type of composure on your first competitive match during a pandemic to be able to hit something like that is pretty goddamn impressive. <laughs> yeah, remember I said that he's going to have a killer season. Oh, uh, yeah. That was your prediction. That was your prediction. Well, he's off to a good start. And so if Randy's going to try to push us along here and not talk about how important this game was, then I think we should talk about Greg's second win of the night in terms of a- another prediction. Well, it was it was important. It was it was just I mean, it was it was the away goals thing was awesome. It definitely put us in a good spot. Josh can tell us all about away goals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Josh, soccer educate us real quick. <laughs> Listen, I'm not, I don't have to educate anyone about away goals. 
We know how they work. How, how do they work, Josh? <laughs> we know how aggregate works. We know it all. Yeah, but it counts as 2.5, right? Oh, my God. It doesn't really, but it does. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're, you have that on audio, don't you, Greg? Uh, yeah. yeah. I'll just right. put that right here. Take oh, a listen to what Josh had yeah, to say. I know that, that's why I'm not saying anything, because I right. know you're going to play it. Josh, how long have you been watching soccer? 30 years. Okay. What can you tell us about aggregate goals? That away goals are mean that we need, if they get two goals, they win. So, okay, but how many away goals did we get? Because they get away goal. We had two. How many did we get? So we have 2.5 or whatever the imaginary. Why is it 2.5? Because of the aggregate on the first how many, from the How many away goals game. did we score? We scored two. Right. Right. So if they so, scored two, they scored two. So, then so then we're tied. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. And then what happens? <laughs> yeah. And then, um, I don't know, what happens? Shootout? We go to a shootout. Overtime. Thanks for the input. Do we have extra time? Uh, I think it goes straight to PKs, but I'm not positive. When do we slam this team? Do we uh, get a grand slam? Is Jimmy about to get a grand slam? Can I get Denny's? What? We need more beers. Fuck me, that's awesome. I didn't know you actually had that on audio. Um, so, but Greg's second prediction uh, was Eric Williamson was the first yellow card. Uh, I'll take it as a half correct because I did go back and listen, and we the prediction was supposed to be regular season. Was it? Oh, yeah. you are correct. So uh, I was right that Williamson did get the first card. I was wrong about it being regular season, so... Right. If well, somebody else is chance. right for the regular season, I'll split it with them. Okay. How generous of you to I split know. something that's not rightfully yours. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yellow card, he definitely earned it because he was borderline three or four other tackles uh, where maybe potentially a card, and then he finally got it. But what I do have to say is that even though uh, CONCACAF refereeing is pretty dog shit, uh, they have definitely been consistently dog shit so far for all of the games that I've watched, not just one team being favored over the other. Right. But that's as consistent as they've been because calls are not consistent at all. It's crazy. Yeah, it wasn't, crazy. Yeah, it wasn't lopsided like it sometimes feels it is. Yeah, like when it was LAFC last season against Club America yeah. and just – so many awful calls and uh, maybe we'll talk about a few of them in some other games because uh, I think everyone's aware, but Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast has a 200% CONCACAF Champions League boner. And um, <laughs> we have been watching pretty much every match, be that MLS or not MLS. And it's been pretty fun. And we can still tell you no one's names. <laughs> uh, I can talk about Discount Diron. <laughs> so all right well i guess we'll just plow through the first match thanks randy appreciate it Choo-choo. now that we have randy's attention maybe you could tell us about the second match who me yeah mr opinion yeah. all right so i want to uh, i came home last night uh gretchen gave my kid a ride to training um and so she had to watch the game on delay she graciously allowed me to do that and so I came home and I, and I was like, oh, hundred percent, even keel. Like they had just started the match. She was like 10 minutes into it when I walked in the front door. And so I, I was not presenting either way, you know, to try and not to give her a clue as what the result was. And, uh, at the, at the half, 
she mentioned something. She's like, oh, no, I'm afraid these guys are going to timbers it and we're going to lose. And I was like, oh, and I, I, off the offhand, I just said, you, you, you can't even you're not going to be able to predict what happened. And I swear to God, she says, she, these are her exact words. She says, oh, either we're going to timbers it and lose or. Yimmy Char is going to get a hat trick or we're going to win 5-0. No. <laughs> Those were her exact words. I was like, oh, my God. And then she's like, why are you peeing your pants? <laughs> yeah, right. Why is it Gretchen on this podcast? I know. <laughs> Actually, here's I got I to I gotta give her another shout out. She is, again, taking my son to training because she said, well, if you guys are going to record, you should do it tonight because it's fresh. And I don't mind taking the kid to practice. And tomorrow's our wedding anniversary, so we're going out tomorrow night. Whoa, so, oh, so what are you going to buy her for her wedding anniversary based on her two nights in a row of taking care of the kids while you're just dicking around with your friends? Um, whatever I can steal from your house when you're not home. Yeah, <laughs> there is some nice champagne that you may borrow. Yeah. yeah. Happy anniversary. So, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Wait, um, uh, how long have you been married? Don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, insert a number. Yeah. Oh God! Don't. I'm not even. I didn't hear that question. Um, well, listen. I'll, the I'll only fi- reason I can remember my birthday is because it's close to Christmas, and the only reason I can remember our anniversary is because it's on tax day. So, it's, it's, oh my, that's yeah. interesting. Uh, nice choice. I, I I'm not built for that kind of stuff. So doesn't mean I don't care. It just means I can't retain it. I am the gate, the the gate, the date keeper in my house because I am a emo bitch. Eleven years this summer for us, August sixth. Oh, nice. No one asked. Yeah, yeah. Us two single guys are over here, like shut up. Yeah, yeah you. Guys- I've been divorced <laughs> yeah, for the second been- time for four years. <laughs> yeah, I've the been second divorced- time. I didn't know you were divorced twice. Yeah, the first time. Well, I was only married for like a few months. So. Uh-huh. Was it a Vegas wedding? No, it was just a horrible mistake. That's not a divorce. That's an annulment. <laughs> it wasn't. It was right past annulment stage. Ah. And then we actually, we actually yeah, got and it took a in Vegas. year and a half. Are you still friends with your first ex? God no. <laughs> you should. We should get her on the pod just to interview her about Josh's soccer knowledge and how much education he granted. Oh, her. she knows firsthand. We went to, um, yeah, we went to the UK and did a bunch of games there. <laughs> When you say games, what does that mean? <laughs> did um, well a bunch of Chelsea games and um, and then you got divorced. That makes Swan- sense. Two Swansea games. Hmm. All right. Well, moving on. My first ex is dead. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> well, did you guys talk about soccer all the time? Like I don't know. Like, was it a Chelsea thing? Yeah. <laughs> all right, go on. He gave her a Chelsea grin. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, very exciting. The four of us were able to go to a match in person at Providence Park. And I'm Ooh. reading here in the notes that Greg ever so graciously put together and it's saying it about this is about the first game in about 400 days. And it was honestly very amazing. Before we continue on, we just have to go back into Portland Vanity Soccer podcast history, which is very vast. And <laughs> a certain Josh made a certain off-the-cuff prediction of a match. And... 
and then you think we're going to come back and be around. It's our first game around fans, and we're going to just be like fucking crazy and yes. destroy them like five nil. <laughs> oh god, that would be glorious. Five zero. Josh predicted five zero, and the only reason he got it right is because it has his own thumb and his own butt, and it was exciting. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, congratulations, Josh. That is an Thanks. amazing prediction. I almost said fantastic, but I stopped myself. <laughs> and uh, I honestly, I can't, I cannot believe that you got that right. That is the <sighs> only thing that you ever got right in all of soccer history. I mean, it's right. it's, it's okay. He didn't get the hat trick, too. Ooh, yeah, fair, <laughs> fair. One up by Gretchen yes. once again. <laughs> but for the whole match, I was saying there. Yimmy was gonna have a hat trick. Did you? Great, is that your how prediction? Great was it to see him uh, up until this point? He's yeah, he scored some goals, but you know he always looks super dangerous when he plays, and it was just fantastic to see all that super dangerousness pay off in the way that you think it should. And, oh, it, yeah, and really, he, he almost had four. Yeah, I mean. And when he was going for the hat trick, there were multiple times that other players were lobbing it to him in the attempt for him to get the hat trick when I think they could have easily scored. My dad watched yeah. and was saying the Timbers should have finished eight to nothing. Oh, I, I watched the rebroadcast. Did you guys watch the rebroadcast? Not yet. Okay. So I, I was looking for that and I didn't, it didn't quite seem that much as it that way as it did when we watched in person. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it felt like they were just, they just kept constantly giving him, yeah, balls, like yeah. giving it to Yimmy Bear, trying to get him to have um, his hat trick. But yeah, and they were just like missing out. If that would have been Porter, they would, he would have subbed him out like immediately after the second goal. <laughs> <laughs> or in so Josh's, about to get a, yeah. yeah, in Josh's world, two and a half goals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, Dyron, there. there was that goal line clearance of Dyron's tap in. And then there was a really good save against Loria. So, I mean, right there, that's seven goals if those go in. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I guess as we, before we get into all the details of the game and some of the highlights, uh, we can talk a little bit about Providence Park, the COVID regulations, being in person at a match. I have to say uh, the Timbers did a fantastic job on preparing the fans, the the stadium, uh, getting inside was super easy. Granted, me, Josh, and Randy showed up as soon as gates opened, and we were pretty much the first people in the stadium. But for like forty five minutes, <laughs> I you know what? I really enjoyed just kind of sitting there and you know reminiscing about being at matches live, and I re I really enjoyed it. So the yeah, it was a it was a rush just just being there. When even when there was nobody out on the field, that that first like fifteen minutes was was um it was special. Yeah. Randy was so unprepared to go to live soccer that he forgot a jacket and <laughs> a scarf, man. Everything, uh, but he did not forget his uh, Tupperware container full of yesterday's pizza, which he graciously consumed <laughs> on the ride to the stadium, <laughs> and made me pull over to use the bo the, the bottle opener. bottle opener on my keychain. <laughs> That was awesome. But I mean, what do, what do you guys think? I mean, to I, drink hopped, wait, hold on to drink hopped water. Yeah. We weren't drinking beer on the ride no, over there. Really. The log, this this episode is brought to you by uh, Lagunitas hopped water. It's actually really good. 
if you would like to buy it in Portland, the easiest place to get it is at New Seasons Market. And I recommend you just press the button for the attendant in the beer aisle and say you would like a case because it takes away all the pain of trying to take individual bottles off the shelf. Ah, cool. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, but I think they did a great job. I think everything was, uh, all the signs were set up by even Key Bank Club in terms of snacks and beverages was set up perfectly. They took regulation seriously, but they weren't super Nazis about it. Uh, and uh, I, I, I was really impressed. Like, what do you guys think? I'm going to, of course, I'm going to be the wet blanket. I think they did a, mostly did a pretty good job i don't think they did a fantastic job by any stretch um and that's no no knock on the staff you know take for instance you know there's a there was a lot of yahoos walking around with masks under their noses um a couple people in aisles next to us with masks not on even though they weren't eating or drinking you know just pulled under um you go into the if the fancy key bank bathrooms are single urinals, right? And, you know, why not have every other one of those taped off so you can't use them? Oh. So, you know, we walk in there and, and everyone's every other, standing every other one. Most people are, are you know, adhering to the guidelines. But I, I'm just finishing up and there's a, a joker that comes in and, and you know, stands in between us and i'm like come on man and he he got embarrassed and left but um (laughs) (laughs) that's totally what i would normally do in that scenario if there was not covid um like nice hog fellas what's going on Uh, but uh i mean i think they did a pretty good job they don't have enough stat people on staff to walk around constantly telling people to pull their masks up if you're standing in the aisles and you have to squeeze by, you know, four people, a pot of four people has to squeeze by you to get to the, you know, to get out, you know, that's not safe. Was it worse in a grocery store? Well, yeah, in a grocery store, I'm not rubbing up against people trying to get past them, you know? Yeah, they could have, instead of closing whole rows, just like staggered how many seats in each row were filled, you know, uh, like so they, in the middle of ours, they did ex- have been a row forward or back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I should say it's, it's, you shouldn't go if you're not vaccinated. Yeah. Uh, I, I think those are all fair critiques. Yeah, and, uh, wait, whoa, whoa. I, I definitely agree. You shouldn't go if you're not vaccinated, but not because the the stadium wasn't set up appropriately to, to it do was, it. It was event. set up about as appropriately as it could be. But then again, in the, especially in the key bank, we were nowhere near 25% capacity. And so at a regular game, it's going to be way more people trying to squeeze past you in the aisle. Yeah, I... So when you were looking at the availability of tickets on SeatGeek when they were releasing them, even up until the the lead up to the game the day before, and there were a ton of tickets available from the Timbers like front office, and the the Houston match for MLS home opener does not have any availability, and so I I have to imagine that we were probably at like between ten and fifteen percent capacity yesterday, and it's TV st- said fifteen. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah. Because it, it still looked pretty full. And so thinking another 10% on top of that, it's going to be uh, it's gonna be full. But 
So if you were going to give them a grade, imagining you're a high school teacher critiquing a paper, Randy, uh, what would you give them? And then same for Greg and Josh. I would go with an A minus in terms of give them effort. a B minus. B minus. Okay. Yeah. And and it, again, it's not the fault of the the stadium staff. There's just only so much you can do in this kind of situation. Yeah, solid B seems fair to me. Yeah, I would say like B B plus. All right. I didn't see. Yeah, like not really that I much mean, was wrong. You know, like it was nice that um, guy came over and said we couldn't stand where we were standing. He also <laughs> came over and told some guy to put his mask on. So you know, he was doing. They're doing their job, but I do agree with Randy that. Maybe there wasn't enough people looking. And I feel that like those front two rows should have been blocked off at the stairs. So we knew not to walk down there. Yeah, I do agree with that. And maybe if they kept somebody, uh, an usher who's down at the base of each section as well as the top, just to keep an eye on people with masks, because Randy, you are correct. There was a couple to the right of us who kept taking their masks off and they weren't actively eating or drinking. And I will give the the Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast crew a lot of credit here. Uh, we all wore our masks the entire game and only removed them briefly, and not even removed, just casually slid them over so we could consume beverage and food. I am very impressed with everyone here. Oh, thanks. Um, well, I would like to say that I, I'm pretty sure I came out in the last episode and said I would not attend this if I was not fully vaccinated. And I'm only half vaccinated, and therefore I am a liar. Yeah, and Greg, too. <laughs> um, I oh, Greg, I thought Greg was fully vaccinated. Son of a bitch. No, I get my second dose. That, that was my thing. I only agreed. I was only going because everyone else was vaccinated, and I knew we were going to be in the front row away from people. Well, anyway, and I'm a liar. Don't listen to me. Josh is not fully <laughs> vaccinated, but Josh was the first person saying he would go. I was second, and then Greg was third, and you were last. But we did uh, – we put you through the full court press, Randy. <laughs> we harassed you daily. <laughs> and, and, Professional and, peer uh, pressures. Yeah. Yep. But I mean, again, it wasn't it wasn't bad. Uh, if, if Randy gave something a B-, minus, you know it's acceptable. I'll say – I still felt safer at that match than I do indoor dining. Sure. Agreed. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I haven't even been inside a restaurant oh, in over a year. We did the first inside uh, seating last weekend. You See, guys, you, you guys are both vaccinated, though, right? Yeah, we're both vaccinated. And right, so at this point, I'm three weeks post second vaccine, or this Saturday, I think, will be four weeks post second vaccine. And. We went inside a whiskey bar in Cannon Beach, and to be fair, uh, we were uncomfortable when we were attending, but inside, they had the tables, no joke, spread out at least 12 feet apart. Nice. And uh, super limited seating. Like, they sat us at one table that's designed to have, you know, a family of eight, and it was just me and Brianna, so... It was very well done, and then uh, so. It, but it was the first time we've been indoors legitimately for consuming anything, and it was definitely weird. 
So you stretched out and put your feet up on the other chairs and yeah. just got super comfortable. Dude, I took off my pants and I licked everything. Uh, so, uh, but the way what are we what are we going to talk about when there's when there's you know, no pandemic? I feel like yeah, twenty thirty percent of every every episode is yeah. like pandemic content. Well, this is fair pandemic content because yeah. well we can stop talking about Cannon Beach and whiskey bars. Remember when you went there, Randy, and you ruined it for the whole state? <laughs> And they closed everything. <laughs> you risked it for the biscuit, and you got your biscuit. Uh, uh, oh God. Uh, that was, you ruined it for everyone. Don't remind me of the clear bag policy. Yeah, right? So, okay, I, I, I appreciate everyone's great. If anyone has any feedback in terms of their attendance, either a Thorns match or a Timbers match, by all means, yeah. send us a message on whatever social media that you use. I should mention that I, 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 I posted my review, my wet blanket review on Wonderland and uh, asked other people to chime in. And I got, you know, because I you could, couldn't could tell how it was going over in the Army section. And most people said it was mostly okay. They said it was, you know, more or less, except for a few yahoos, everything was, was well done. Yeah, I mean, I really was pleased. And they had uh, truly beverages. So for my fat kid diet, I was able to consume an alcoholic beverage. Good for you. Yeah. All right. So on to the final match. So we did this match and we won 5-0. That was that's glorious. Cool. That's that was cool. glorious. It was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> it, I'm sorry for cussing, but it was really, it was really badass. I know it was badass. Josh wouldn't sit down in the key bank club for like the first half. <laughs> oh, what a 45 minutes have of the to? game. I was so happy to be out in public. I know, it was nice to see. How is that a douche? <laughs> Don't I mean, even was, get me started. It was douchey, but it was also pleasant to see how happy Josh could be. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, it is a definitely a douche move. Your excitement was palpable. It's not a douche move at all. Yes, it is. To stand in the key Why? bank club in front of other people who have paid to sit. Oh, other people. Yes. Uh, then who cares? That's their problem. <laughs> oh, my God. What an idiot. Don't, it's, a, it's, it's a soccer match. Uh, you go to stand and cheer and have fun. Josh, you are a fucking idiot. Are you kidding me? Were the people you were standing in front of, did they have their masks all the way on or below their noses? And no, but you know, know they had see. free tickets because their friend just gave them to them. So, and the guy said it was my first Timbers match. Oh yeah, I heard that. So who cares about that them too. at all? I don't really know soccer. I think I, I heard yeah. that guy say. <laughs> I understand your your justification. But, oh, I don't really know soccer, but I like the Timbers. I think that pretty much sums <laughs> I up. I think there are soccer teams. <laughs> I can't wait for a touchdown. But no, if here's my thing: a soccer touchdown. Yeah. Can they please record? Hey, just uh, let, let let the record show that I did not bring up more Sonic or soccer touchdown this episode that you guys did. <laughs> right, that's true. But no, if you want to stand at a soccer match, there is a place for it. It is in the army. Get a ticket in the army. Oh, if you, no, I don't agree at all. You're fucking stupid at man. all. Good luck well, trying the, that in yeah. the regular season. Yeah, I do. I stand during that, too. No, you do not. You're full of shit. You stand up on top of the key bank club where everyone stands, not in the seats. When you sit with me in my seats. seats. No, you do not. 
Josh, you're yeah. you're not you're just not telling the truth. I don't think you're lying. I think you believe that you do stand, but <laughs> I do. I have photographic evidence hugely. of you not standing in the seats that we have in the Key Bank Club. Well, yeah, obviously you sit once in a while, but you stand too. You stand up to clap for a goal, or if there's an okay, exciting well, piece of see, the match, you don't yeah, stand for forty five minutes. You're one of those people too that it would probably. St- like sit at a concert if you had like front row tickets well, if i was tired uh not at a <laughs> concert that's it's a that the thing is you have the opportunity to go do what you want to do if you want to stand the whole game then go to the army that's why it exists hey uh greg can you insert is there audio of like a train wreck yeah oh i can find something like that because <laughs> we have we have derailed Hmm. I don't know. Whatever. Well, Josh is all. Josh is wrong. It's cool. Okay. Well, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Well, we derailed from the agenda when Randy said, "Let's not talk about the first match." Yeah, that's also <laughs> true. We've been off of it Thank the entire God. time. Yeah. So, Greg, why don't you take us, move us along here, because you're the you're the you're the gatekeeper of this train wreck. Jonathan Everett, give me some halftime thoughts. Pretty much, there's a douchebag police officer at the top of Key Bank Club who's wearing a Blue Lives Matter neck gator. It's like so cliche and out of touch with reality. Shoveling hot dogs down his face on the job. I like the police, but no, I don't at all. Actually, I'm really excited about the game. Is that what you're asking about? Whatever you want to talk about, bro. How's my ass looking in these jeans? I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying all cops are bastards, but all yeah. cops are bastards. Yeah. Uh, how are you feeling about the game so far? Uh, I'm kind of pissed off that I cannot tell what the ref's going to blow the whistle for and what he's not going to. Yeah, I would say it's super inconsistent. I, you know, As for the home team, I always feel like we're getting cap even in any game, whether it's cap or MLS. But I always feel like there's a few egregious calls that were missed. However, we are on the verge of seeing a hat trick. Oh! Oh, shit! I said it. I said I, it, motherfuckers. You said it at halftime, so it's jinx. So if it doesn't happen, it's your fucking fault, asshole. That, well, as long as we win, maybe we get another chance. All right. Yeah. What do you want me to do? You want me to talk about the match? No, I want you to talk about something else that's controversial. Oh. <laughs> about, how mu- about how much I suck. Yeah. <laughs> that's not controversial. <laughs> everyone believes it. <laughs> that's not controversial oh. it is just, uh, it's on wikipedia that was a hell of a match that was so exciting i can't believe we won 5-0 it was glorious especially the first match back we've never advanced in Concacaf, have we we have well not really yeah i got yeah, something I... that might be controversial what's that we all is it that put in our plan you chose for the last episode yes <laughs> we all put in our predictions for the first mls hat trick and yeah, that oh. is still nope nope hold on that is still up in the air because, oh, MLS, right yeah 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 because jimmy chara is not the first in the mls era to score a hat trick that is correct that is correct which honestly i did not know about until a week ago because yeah i'm a relatively newcomer so i think it's really still we have to it's it's first MLS hat trick, not MLS era hat trick. Is that yeah? Correct? I have written yeah. down MLS hat trick, not yeah. just hat trick. Well, I didn't know about it because it was it was turning an open cup game with like 
a team that wasn't even USL. I don't even think it was like the Wilmington Hammerheads. Yeah, and whoever the heck they were. <laughs> it sounds like you just made that up. <laughs> in 2013 yeah so yeah the uh first mls hat trick is still up in the air it's anybody's game yeah you know what here here's controversy for you um cd maritons uh away support had smoke bombs and flares that yeah, was pretty rad how, yeah how did they get in the park with that yeah they must have they must have had uh some sort of stealth clear bag technology and not just that, <laughs> but as I was walking home, I came up on them. They had set up by the big face out, outside the stadium. Oh, yeah. And they stayed there for like half an hour, banging their drums and chanting. And oh, a couple, that's cool. A couple hundred uh, Timbers fans like joined them and like clapped along with them. Um, they kept their energy up. And then they like marched down the street, still playing. They went and found the away bus as their team's players were loading up. Yeah. And they started setting off like fireworks, like Roman candles and shit. Dude, they must have they, they must have keistered all that stuff and shoved it up their asses and like, <laughs> you know, jail style and pulled it out when it was time to celebrate. It was everything I want to see in an international competition, yeah. and I have a ton of respect for those guys. So yeah. Uh, CD Maritone, yeah. Away Travelers, you guys it's are awesome. just like uh, when Jonathan was making googly eyes at one of those guys before the match started. Ooh, and he... Oh, yeah, I, wait, I was like, I gave him a thumbs up, and they gave me a thumbs up back. Yeah. Like, they were pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be exciting for them to, to come to an MLS stadium, and I, I hope they get to enjoy the occasion. I'm sure everyone saw the front office photographer who had posted pictures that were not a flattering of honduras but it's a a visual reminder of the the luxury that we have to get to go to a fancy ass stadium and complain about covid19 whereas uh their their stadium is uh, in disrepair so i hope they got a chance to actually enjoy it and enjoy the city for a minute and uh we we enjoyed having them well yeah it was it was like first match back it was a ccl match I was with you guys. It was um, it was an international too. So it, and then the away section. It was it was fucking rad. It was it was so much fun. You know, I think it was bigger than a, just a match. It was just like a fun experience. Yeah, I, I agree. agree. Yeah. So, do we want to talk about all these individual goals, or just continue on our train wreck of shitting all over Greg's well thought out agenda? <laughs> Uh, they were they were they were wonderful goals. Who else scored a goal besides Jimmy? Oh my man, I'm... Marvin Luria scored that beast. Oh, playing yes. hold up play, chest it down, scores. Oh, so good. Yeah, didn't Valeri score also? Yes, he did. Good for him. Two. He's now two two for two. Or and our new fullback signing Van Rankin is two assists in two matches as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's a, um, pretty good. Didn't Espria get a, an assist too? Espria got an assist, and he yeah. was the pass before the assist on another goal. Espria yeah. had one of the best games I've seen him have. Yeah. In a so really there's gonna, long there's time. still a lot of Espria haters out there, but and, and he did have a typically Espria like game, like a lot of crazy fast movements, some like you know some tricks and stuff here and there, and then also a lot of like making the wrong decision or holding on to the ball for too long. But he he definitely was a big part of this game. And, uh, he was a big part, yeah. But he was all over the place. It's good to see him uh, 
back on the team and doing well, even though he missed that sitter. As soon as they figure yeah. out Andy Polo's work permit, Esprit is not starting any games. You don't think so? <laughs> no chance, dude. He I think he earned it after the last two. Yeah, no, I don't he, know, man. He played you know, well you know in the likes to throw a monkey wrench into your lineup predictions. He hustled both games and his speed was very impactful, but he missed two sitters in both games in terms of uh, and luckily we didn't need them but that's the kind of moment where if you're going to start you have to score those and he just doesn't he so, still played a key role in two other goals yeah, yeah i'm i'm not yeah. i'm not saying that he wasn't good overall i'm saying that he will not win out a starting position over an andy polo or obviously a sebastian blanco when when they return and speaking of which yeah those grounders into the keeper are not yeah sky him a little and we're talking we don't even have gonna beat out blanco that's sure but he may beat out polo for a while well the thinking about it as well and abobasi who's also injured would certainly start over spria (laughs) and then leave how many people we have nizgoda who also would start over mora so the amount of attacking depth is just i don't think there's another team in the league that has as much power like that other than columbus yeah. yeah. Our plan is just to overwhelm everybody with goals and then not worry about defense so much, I guess. Well, didn't we have a few seasons ago when um, everyone got hurt and we had like no one? So I think we're overcompensating now by having everyone. Yeah. We have like doubles and triples of every position just in case. But Vitas is back in town. So if, if we really do need a fill in uh, left back, we can get him back on the team. Oh, I wish. I loved him. I think it was very exciting uh, watching, obviously. And then the other person who I was not as impressed with this game was Eric Williamson. And I don't know if that was just my vantage point and I need to watch the 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 replay. But no, he seemed off. It didn't. His the first game, he was the main creative piece in the, the midfield. And in this game, I just did not get that that vibe. Anyone else? You say, Josh, you no, agree. totally. Yeah, this like this game. You could see why we didn't qualify for the Olympics. Oh my! The way he played. Wow, what? he wasn't on the Olympics. He wasn't squad. on the team. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. I must have been watching a completely different game for, than you guys because I thought he was. You thought just as on point as he has been in the others. Oh no, he was off. He just seemed slow and a little sluggish. I would agree I, with you, I Josh. I think you're thinking the second half of the first game. No, the first game he was he was he was on point, wasn't beast he? Beast mode. He was, game. but he got gassed yeah. towards the end. Oh, but that's because he came. Remember, we talked about that because he came out so strong right. at first that, like, I was like, "Oh shit, he probably like is about to burn out." Meanwhile, I think the only difference was in the first game he had a couple of shots, and this game yeah. he didn't get the shots because Jimmy was sucking them all up. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I need to rewatch. I didn't rewatch yet, so I, I reserve the right to pull back my my shit talk. But I did not get the same vibe. So should we just listen to more Sonic recaps before we do our own podcast? <laughs> I, I probably <laughs> take the. But now that we have destroyed Sede Marathon, we are now going to be playing. Dun dun dun! <sighs> the biggest cheaters of Liga Meki. Club America and Ochoa. Hey. Ochoa's a bitch. What's that? Who else has he played for? He looks familiar. 
Mexican national, Mexican team. national team, yeah. And Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> <laughs> that um, dude, he he did another one of his flop moves today. Uh, oh, in a match that. against yeah. Olympia, where what's he gonna do when they have um, VAR? Dude, they're all fucked. The whole every other league the whole, that's in, in the representation. Anyone who's been watching any of these matches, the amount of missed red cards is ridiculous. Uh, there was one again today in the the Philly Saprisa match that I was watching, and one of the Saprisa players went studs up uh, into the leg on a like a planted leg, and only came away with a yellow, clear red card. Again today. Again today. They had, they had they had one that should have been a red in the Philly game before too. Yeah, there should have been two in the Philly game before. There was one that oh, should have gone God. against Philly, and one that should have gone against um, Saprisa. And then this one, the Philly Saprisa. A, a Saprisa player should have gotten a red, and again, some just say, some say that Blake Bodley should have gotten a red on on that foul that he had in our match. Oh, I see. I haven't, I haven't watched the replay, but I mean, again, uh, nothing is surprising at this point because they're just not checking anything. And today, a goal was called offsides against Toronto, and it was not anywhere near offside. So it was uh, another thing where VAR should have been, you know, in play. And then we were also, Greg and Josh, we were watching the Club America. Um, I watched the second half. Olympia match. When there was a player that got taken off, like in, in a cast. Two. Like broken ankle. Yeah. yeah. Two of them. Should have been, the been a red card, right? Should have been. Absolutely should have been a red card. Yeah. And then the, the concussion. Know, like, yeah. Like what's really going to happen. I think the reason why there's no VAR is because the refs are, and CONCACAF is in. Liga MX's pocket because there's no other reason. They there's they cheat so much. Oh God, wake up, sheeple. <laughs> wake up, sheeple. Yeah, this is gonna be you're gonna have to get a conspiracy uh jingle in there for Josh real quick. Dude, so Josh, bitch. who are the Mexican referees in cahoots with? Is it the cartels or Hillary? I probably most likely the cartels. All right, for and, the record, I'm just teasing, but I totally agree with you. It's bullshit. The the refs I don't know what matches they're watching, but I, again, I will say so far it's been pretty consistent against both teams. So it's just overall shitty. And I also heard today that the ref that was in the first Philly versus Saprisa match is no longer going to ref any CCL matches for the rest of this. Yeah, tournament. he's not allowed to <laughs> the rest of this year. Yeah. And yep, they, pretty they still did not give that guy a, a retroactive red, though. Well, they don't give any retroactive anything. Uh, is is that they don't, real? They, don't, yeah, they have the live. ability to do it, I believe. Yeah, because it's just live. They don't, you know, it's before VAR. They don't have an ability to. No, check. They, they no. Have, I think they have the equivalent of like the an MLS kind of disciplinary committee. Yeah, like week they, week oh, later to, they can oh, like a retroactive it. that way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but do you think? Uh, but do you think they would actually do that? No, obviously they didn't. They, so. Yeah, and they should have. What did you guys think about the, the ref at our match? He seemed to want to talk to everybody after. He was, oh, yeah. He was helping people up, too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, okay, uh, before, before the match, buddy? when they remember when they were warming up and running back and up and down the pitch? Yeah. They ran, like, you guys went out to get a drink or something, and they were running up, like, right in front of me, and they were just, like, looking around and smiling and saying, like, how great the stadium was and oh, how nice. like happy they were it was pretty funny and then they like gave me a wave and then uh, they went off on their runs but like yeah they were just like and then they went on they to make seemed like happy calls. to <laughs> yeah they just seemed happy to be in like a badass stadium 
because really our stadium is so great. You know, it's not like one of those new fancy stadiums like Atlanta. It's like there's part new, part really old, and still like just all around badass. And it has a good vibe. Well, say we were correct in our predictions of the Timbers and Club America making it through. And so that is who we are going to face. Club America did not look super hot. They did not look good at all yeah. today. And if Olympia Toronto had, didn't look good either. <laughs> it's ter- no, Toronto didn't look good. Columbus and Philly both looked very good. And obviously we looked amazing, but uh, with Club America and Timbers, the the match is being played between looks like April twenty seventh through May sixth. Uh, I watched the first half of uh, Philly and Saprissa, and then I switched to Club America because that's what we were supposedly going to talk about in this episode. But it was like zero zero when I turned it off, and then like about thirty minutes later, I turned back and it, and they were up three. Zero. Yeah, it was so crazy. <laughs> yeah, I had the Club America Olympia match on TV, and then the Philly Saprisa match on my computer. And uh, uh, Guzman was back for Saprisa. He was. He yeah. was. It was. It's interesting to see him playing for Saprisa. Uh, I, I enjoyed Again. his time as a Timber. But so matches. They're still uh, releasing the official dates, I believe. But uh, both matches home and away against club America will be completed before mother's day on Sunday, May 9th. So, uh, I am going to, yeah, I'm going to attempt to, to score tickets again because who wouldn't want to see club America in, in Providence park. And then Which I is, yeah. wish we could go to Azteca to see the timbers away. But, uh, I, th- I thought you were taking me. Uh, I might, I might, uh, I'll, 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 I'll take a gentleman's cuddle in return. So, uh, I, I honestly seeing America against Olympium, I think we have a pretty good shot and I'm going to call it now. I think we tie one to one in Azteca and we win two to one at home. Um, I think our home match is first. Yeah, I think it is actually. Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that well, it does. 2 1 here, 2 2 there. Ooh. Yeah, I'm sticking with Randy on that one. So we win home 2 to 1. We tie Azteca 2 to 2. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, uh, Argentinians love Azteca. Huh. So. Citation we're play needed. Fucking great Citation there. needed, yeah. So that's, that's so that's hilarious. So, which we're we we're co-opting that from six degrees of of whatever. Who's the guy that writes that? Is it his name Tim something? C I demand. Ah yes. So uh, yeah, I'll on, be on Tim on uh, Stumptown Footy. In case you're wondering, they did uh, they did not yet release the schedule. It's not on the Timbers website yet. But the second <laughs> yeah, it it's not goes. Here's how uh, loopy we were at that CCL match. We kept every time Dyron would get the ball, we would yell, bicycle kick, even if it was at like half field or whatever. Because <laughs> <That> was... <laughs> when you're up like three or four zero already, and then you can start yelling stupid shit. Oh, wait. The, um, okay, so quarterfinals. Um, the round ones or round twos are either April 27th and May 6th. So that means we're either April 25th and May 5th or April 29th or I mean, April 28th and May 7th. 
I'm hoping it's the the 28th, just because I would like a, a few more days in between. But it's nice that we don't have to travel between home opener on the 24th and then that first match. So yeah. that's probably say we blow off the home opener. I know people aren't going to like to see that, but I'm I'm saying we play second team. I would 100 percent say definitely. It's the first match. It doesn't team. matter, and it's against yeah. Vancouver. Our B team can probably take them. Do you realize how, like, yeah, playing against Club America, the amount of just viewers we're going to get, like eyes on the Timbers, are going to be huge. That's true. You know, it's that's an important match. (laughs) Yeah. So I I agree. And then this, I think, Josh, this was what you said during the the match uh, yesterday was that goals no longer count unless we yell surprise when they happen. <laughs> no, they count extra if you... Or, yeah, I forget what that was. <laughs> that was one of the funniest things I've ever heard. The extrapolation of the own goal rule. If you, you yell, have surprise to yell surprise before the when goal. You, when you shoot, because if, if you don't, then it doesn't yeah. count as a full goal. But um, it was so funny. Uh, but... But yeah, I, I agree with you, Josh. I think that we do have to play the the A team for the match against Club America. There's going to be a lot of eyes on it, and uh, and again, not that I don't care about. No, the whole the whole match is not against Vancouver. It's against Houston. Yeah, uh, that's right. Houston. That's right. That's right. I'm yeah. thinking of the first match of the season, season. not the home opener. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, but the against. You want Houston. to hear something funny? If you guys haven't seen the the replay yet, but they were asking um, Williamson talking about focus on ccl and and he was you know they were talking about how everybody just cares about ccl right now and one of the broadcasters asked him about uh you know who their first uh game of the season regular season was and like Aaron williamson did like a pause and then was like and then people started giggling in the background and then he didn't he, he literally didn't know <laughs> wait what did That's he not rad. know he didn't know who the first game of the regular MLS season was for the Timbers because they're so funny. focused on CCL. But you, look, if no matter if we win, we're either playing Atlanta or Philly, you know, and then we're obviously going to beat either of those teams, and then we'll be in the fucking finals. Yeah, <laughs> and that's well, not even until October. That's the end of October. Yeah, Atlanta didn't look particularly good in any of their matches. Yeah. Um, I think we're. Um, I, I'm a little disappointed no. that it's MLS teams in that much of a of a knockout scenario. But hold on a second. What you're disappointed that MLS is doing better than they ever have in this tournament? No, I know what you're saying, uh, and that's how I would phrase it if someone said it. What I just said as well, and I'd be a dick about it, just like you were. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I have a theory. I have a theory of why they're why they're doing better this year. It's it's like eighty percent, maybe maybe less per- percent. The fact that there's no real home team advantage. That yeah, it's not, okay. It's it's not intimidating to, to go to those stadiums anymore. Yeah, okay, that's fair. But I think I said it last match that um that you know it was hard for me to even like get the words out that we're actually a competitive league now. Like we're we're a pretty well established league and we're able to dominate something like this. Because look, we already have 
three, four MLS clubs are going into the quarterfinals. Maybe five, depending on how but, Columbus does tomorrow. Yeah, potentially that's crazy. five. There is no if Columbus yeah, blows I mean. that lead, uh, four. <laughs> Four away goals. Uh, I will. Porter's head will pop off his yeah. neck. <laughs> yeah. He'll have to do a full kit wanker again. Um, but yeah, no, Greg. To your to your other point, uh, you're you're very right. I'm not I'm not disappointed that MLS is making this far. I want MLS to win. I think we can win this. But I am my my point being that it just sucks that it's already MLS teams versus other MLS teams. But uh, I guess in the grand scheme, if um, that's uh, good, I guess you're right. I am. I am wrong. It's, it's sort of how we could dictate change in CONCACAF, too, and demand like better refs and demand VAR and Why? all that. Shit. How's that going to happen? Just because we do. Because well. if because, you know, I don't I don't know the other leagues, so I don't know how they play. You know, like, I don't know the refs. I don't know if they have yeah. VAR or whatever, but I know that we do. And when once, like, even though we all hate it, once you have it, you can't go back. It's one of those kind of things. You know, you demand it when you start seeing these calls. And the fact that we don't have it, we're not going to be taken seriously as a league anywhere, as like a, a champion, champions league. Okay. Okay. Literally none of that made any sense. Sure. <laughs> also, really? I don't see how us doing well in this competition is going to make it all of a sudden where they're just going to listen to us and be like, hey, we want better well, reps. Because, oh, okay. because you have more money. Well, that's because <laughs> now, now all of a sudden you're having, you'll have better viewership in the U.S. It'll matter more. It'll have more to, people I mean, will watch. We'll have to have massive viewership in the United States. And it's not, I mean, you saw it. There's, there's more people that show that are going to show up for Houston. A game that literally doesn't mean anything other than right. But when we let's just say we won this year, okay. You don't think next year all the fake ass fans are going to show up to these the CCL games? Some of them will. It blows my mind that more people are going to go to the Houston match as opposed to an international competition. I just exactly this was such a good match. I will cop to this when i first got into the timbers and i told you guys the story yesterday but that's okay you're used to me repeating stories over and over and over again um, boring the, the first time we made it i was talking with a co co-worker and um he was excited about it he was from i believe he's from honduras i think and uh he was ex really excited about it and he was you know and i knew that we were going to be a part of this I, th I believe it was because we had finished top of the west i think that's how we got in the first time is that how we got in yeah i i didn't get it i was like this tournament's not going to happen till next year we're not even going to have like half the same guys on our team i don't even understand what the big deal is <laughs> so i was and he i could tell by the way that he was looking at me that he was like you are an idiot yeah, but I mean, at that at that point, the Timbers didn't take shit like that seriously either. So they would put out a B team to, oh, it's like we're in this stupid CONCACAF Champions League. Nobody cares. And I think it's growing steam. And maybe that's all self-fulfilled prophecy on my part where I'm like, I like it. So I think it's bigger than it is. But uh, I... I, I don't judge that's you for it, Randy. Said. Yeah. That's kind of an American thing, too. And I think if we win, it will gain some visibility for yeah. the international tournaments amongst yeah, more casual because, fans because i was having a conversation with one of my 
non-soccer friends and I mentioned the World Cup and she basically thought it was like soccer's version of the World Series in America. <laughs> I think I think I remember you saying that story. That like, shit's funny. Oh, no, that's it's definitely not that. You're like, what an idiot. <laughs> um, but like you look at us now, we have like a team of internationals. They seem to care. You know, like these are these uh, these are thing that things that matter to not just them, but like you start seeing like it matters to us. And it matters to the club because they're taking it serious. Yeah, that's a full starting lineup. That's our, you know, opening day yeah, we, roster. If there, if we're we in the end of win. the season, that was that's our starting lineup in the playoffs. That's I, I'm very impressed that they did it and they're taking it this seriously. Which I we can't really do real predictions at the moment, but I think we should talk about it really quick. So the quarterfinal round, uh, we have Cruz Azul versus Toronto. Who's going to win? Cruz Azul. Cruz Azul. Yeah, agreed. They're going to demolish Toronto. Yeah, they're they're playing so well. Isn't Cruz first place in Liga Emeki right now? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they are. I don't I don't know, but They are. Okay. And then the games that are not yet decided for tomorrow are I believe Monterey will beat the team from Panama and I believe Columbus will win. And so when it's Columbus Monterey, I think Columbus wins. Huh. See, I don't even know the other two teams, but yeah, Columbus is on fire and they're going to dominate. So you think, so, I mean, I think Columbus will definitely win. I think Monterey will win, which will set up that quarterfinal again. Like if you look at the, the link that you posted, Josh, again, very helpful. The aggregate in terms of the away goal, uh, like Monterey dominated the other team. So no question. And I think Columbus will beat Monterey. Although that's a, that's a, that's a toss up. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know shit about Monterey, so yeah, I know yeah. Columbus is hot, but I don't know anything about Monterey. Been to Monterey. Right I don't know anything about their team. <laughs> so the next one, Philly and Atlanta. I I believe that Philly is going to destroy yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, uh, and I think we will beat Club America. Yeah, I agree. I think um, it's going to be Philly us, and then we're going to win barely maybe even like pk it's gonna be columbus versus timbers at the end right yeah oh man i would love it <laughs> if oh. it was columbus timbers in the champions league final <laughs> that's so rad <laughs> didn't, columbus, didn't we all pick that for our mls cup finals this we did too? i think yeah yeah i picked it for mine yeah both finals god I, I would i would actually be scared of that like i don't know what fuck it open cup too just Timbers Columbus on all three. But listen, but whatever the final match is, it's the end of October. So we're going to be drained by then. So yeah. hopefully we're playing an MLS team and not a team that's just started their season again. Yeah. Because, you know, every other league in the world is on the same schedule except us. I mean, the chances that MLS represents the the side of the bracket we're on is pretty good. There's four teams and three of them are MLS. Now the other side of the bracket is going to be two and two, and I think only Columbus can make it out of there. But again, Cruz Azul, I don't know, man. Let's kill this. Let's kill this episode off. Do we not have? Wait, do we not want to say any predictions for the MLS opener really quick? Thirteen to one, (laughs) us. Randy no longer you you've changed you don't care about MLS anymore you only care yeah. about CCL you're like against Vancouver <laughs> oh, is that, I heard there's some weird cup that we play. what are you talking about yeah did they sign anybody this year 
They signed, yes, they did. They signed a a bunch of really young guys, a 22-year-old midfielder from Brazil, a 20-year-old winger from Colombia, and another like early 20s right back. 1-1 draw. We're going to have like a, we're going to have a. We're playing Houston. Oh, wait. No, we're, no, no, we're, we're talking playing about Vancouver. the Whitecaps game. The, the, the season, season Oh, that opener. one. Oh, the yeah. Home oh, opener. the season opener. Wow. 1-1 one, one draw. Yeah, because we're not going to play a start. Uh, I don't think we're going to play an A team. 2-0 win. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Greg. 2-0. We usually lose our home openers. I mean, our openers. Well, it's Isn't it, that our history? Do we have it, stats? Is there a way to do, do you have that? A, we, do you have a prediction, or are you just going to yawn? <laughs> I said, I said, I agreed with you, 1-1. One, one. Okay. Because I think we either lose or tie. We never really right. win our home opener. We are usually pretty shitty for the first five games of the season, but I think the 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 amount of seriousness that we've taken with CONCACAF Champions League is going to bleed yeah. over into MLS, and we are we're prepared. You don't think yeah. we're going to be riding high off of a 5-0 win and just show up ready to take care of business? All right. Here's yeah, my that's here, a scary thing. Here's my side prediction. What's that guy's name? Jom ish ish. What's his last is Jom Jom? Do you know what I'm talking about? Jome. Jome, is that how you pronounce his name? I think he's, so, but I don't he's, know. He's getting a goal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like it. So okay. The MLS opening day for the Timbers is Sunday, April 18th at 7 p.m. versus the Vancouver Whitecaps at Rio Tinto Stadium in Nobody San Diego, cares. Utah. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Randy. Did you even kidding. pick the fucking song or did you not get that far? I did. Well, I didn't. I just saw that uh, it was up to me to do that. Oh, man. Someone's trying to break in my house. Can you hear my dogs? Yeah, yeah they're yeah. attack dogs. Um, and they they. they ravishly attacked um, Josh's daughter, Margo. Uh, My lovely daughter, Margo. Okay, okay. N- neither <laughs> of those statements is true. <laughs> <laughs> Plausible deniability, even though there's bite marks. All right, so uh, I'm pulling this one out at the last minute. Um, matches the title of our episode. We're going to listen to The Wait by Killing Joke. Okay. Okay, cool. who's going to close this I don't this know out? any of that. Ah, dude, prepare to have your world rocked. Okay. Randy, the music Rock. you think is boring, and you're old. <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, I don't think we're, you know, you can email us at portlandvanity at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail, 503-583-4235. Facebook, Portland Vanity, Twitter, PDX Vanity Soccer. Um, and then our Instagram which I'm actually posting on now is um, oh, no dear. shit, really? I'm gonna probably have to, Portland I'm gonna have Vanity. To that. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> and that's it. Wait, it's probably all Dodgers stuff, right? Yeah, yeah I only post <laughs> Dodger stuff. <laughs> if you're looking for the new Dodger shit, just check out Portland Vanity on yeah. <laughs> Instagram. I'm really excited about the history of Eric Gagne. He was an amazing closer. <laughs> oh, Steve Sachs. <laughs> All right, but make sure if you are going to listen to this podcast that you please subscribe. 
Uh, is, our, is our SEO? You guys told me off? not to say that anymore. Yeah. If you guys are listening on Spotify and you tell us to you tell uh, tell your friend about us and they're like, oh, I don't have Spotify. Where else can I hear them? Well, you're just SOL because we can't tell you where else you can find us. Everywhere exactly. else that normal people go for places like this. <laughs> but make sure you like and subscribe. It matters. No, no, we it need it. We don't. Yes, We're trying does. to be better than Morrisonic, so <laughs> like and subscribe. Oh my God. <laughs> we though that is the worst ever. And yeah. send them hate mail. Yeah, their email is challenge. I'm going to send them my resume to a cage match. <laughs> yes, cage match. We will fight them anytime. Their email is morrisonicpod at gmail dot com, <laughs> and tell them how much how much gooder we are. <laughs> we are at least three times as gooder. What, what did they say? They have 400 listeners? I think something like that. Yeah, I think we have like 75. More uh, like 400 listeners. Yeah. <laughs> it's on like 150. Yeah. All right, see you guys. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
We can make okay. Well, talk. just so you know, I put quick links up at the top so we have access to all the shit we're talking about. I see that. Well, Josh, so you mid- you did that? Yeah, to make it easier for everyone. Wait, wait a second. I, I, Are you feeling okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I always have like all like 15 windows open. So it's like why not put all the links there so we can just access them quicker. Oh, it took you 28 episodes to figure that out. Yeah, it was like I d- don't don't fool us with productivity. Like now I expect it. And this is coming at you from that was stupid. Yeah, I was like, I where, are you, where are you, did you risk it for the biscuit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, so, Greg, uh, a pod winning your first prediction, did you pull out one nut or two? <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. Can you say balls again? Balls. Mm, okay, thank you. That was good. Um, so... It's more like Borisonic. What's that from? That's from uh, Billy Madison, right? Chlorophyll. More like Borophyll, right? (laughs) That's from when he was in science class. That shit's funny. Um, They're so much better than us. Yeah. (sighs) Uh, So. So, yeah, we're going to destroy there. We just have two. Because look how good the Argentinians did today. You know, they were... um, they were the ones doing all the cool stuff, doing backflips and kickflips and other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I had to uh, bribe a police officer to fill out a police report for a wrecked car so that we could get the car towed back over the border. Dude, that rules. How much did you pay? I can't remember. I think we had to pay him like a hundred bucks. Is that that time you said get foreign auto insurance if you're traveling yes. abroad yes oh man kids if you're traveling to mexico and you're driving on on a last on a whim make sure you purchase the uh mexican auto insurance um so that if you get in an accident you can not have to be shit out of luck you're still gonna have to bribe the police officers to fill out the paperwork for you but uh it's definitely worthwhile that's right. my review of monterey that's a good review. So, so quarterfinals on the other side of the bracket. <laughs> we, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna revise to this. We, we literally wasted like two days. So stupid that we didn't realize we had to bribe people to go <laughs> to, to, to get this taken care of. They kept sending us to one place to another, and I don't remember. There were four of us, and and at one point we were just like, ah, oh, shit. We're supposed to pay off these guys. And literally the next time we went to the first person, we went to the first cop that we went to again, we went back and I, I can't even remember how it went down, but that was all it took. And then we were fucking out of there. <laughs> I just crushed a burp that would melt paint. I cannot believe I made that sound. Cool. 